Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, most importantly, if you can, subscribe to our YouTube and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if possible. Today's show is powered by RCV Performance Products. One really cool thing is that RCV uh, not only runs their trail series, but they also have a pro series of axles. In fact, they're on their second iteration for UTVs. Uh, the RCV Performance Pro Series 2 axles, which have a, com- have a completely different design from the Series 1 where they used a bell. Uh, the Pro Series 2 is more like the boot system CV style that you're normally used to seeing on uh, other UTV axles, but they have taken it to the next level. They are designed and engineered to handle the most abusive conditions from trail riding to desert racing, which I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to adjust that ad because I think that there's rougher things than desert racing out there. I think a lot of the rock bouncer UTVs, the rock you know the rock buggy UTV buggies, uh, those guys are pretty harsh on parts. With years of experience though in racing and working with the top drivers in the industry. RCV has been able to develop the ultimate axle solution. Seriously, guys, this is the end-all, be-all. You want to know what Tim Cameron runs? You want to know what Lauren Healy runs? It's, it's funny when guys who do completely opposite things run the same parts because there's no better. It should tell you something. that The Pro Series 2 axle features RCV's high-temperature spec grease designed to withstand the harshest environments, the Outboard Pro Series Orange Boot is built to be precise within specifications to be puncture resistant and heat resistant up to 450 degrees, and all of those are manufactured in the United States. It's big. RCV on the show is big, guys. RCV Performance Products on Facebook and Instagram, and let me get the website here. I think it's RCV Performance. Let's get it, rcvperformance.com. And if you make a phone call, tell them Racing on the Rock sent you. And uh, I, I, I would mean a lot to me. So next on the list is the all-powerful Super Grip ATV tires. In the opening ad, I talked about running 32-inch tires, uh, my 32-inch K9 XTs, but I'm going to flip-flop a little bit. I also finally got my amp tires. My amp tires are 29-inch tall, 9 inches wide, they're like the front bighorn tires that come on your uh, razor right off the lot. Let me tell you guys, uh, I'm excited to try them because I've got them. They're a little bit more of a complex tread pattern. There's more technology added into the rubber, into the pattern itself. Uh, but one of the really cool things is I've got them hooked up on some beadlocks and I'm ready to do some little dirt racing. If I can make it out to Dirty Turtle or somewhere like that, I cannot wait to go give those amp tires uh, a beating on the track or somewhere that maybe is not like Adventure Off-Road Park or not like Johnson Valley where you need huge ground clearance from huge tires. If I have somewhere like Windrock or something where I'm probably going to be riding some distance, I'm going to give those amp tires a try. They're six-ply made of the extremely high-quality rubber that comes from Super Grip ATV tires. I'm really excited to put some miles on those bad boys. Just need a chance to take them out. Super Grip ATV, Performance ATV tires, on Instagram and Facebook and supergripatv.com. Next on the list is Diddy's Big Block Race Shop. I talked a little bit in the opener as well about how they valved my shocks and got them fixed and just they're just better. Like there's not a there's not even a strong comparison between good and bad. These shocks are better. 
it's amazing. Just with a little bit of fine tuning because Chris over at Diddy's Big Block Race Shop knows exactly what he's doing. Uh, it's a big, 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 big difference. If you have an extra thousand bucks, I think, I think guys, I think that's the price point. Thousand bucks will get your shocks revalved, reworked, you know, whatever you want to call it, cleaned up and sent back to your doorstep. And let me tell you guys something you'll thank me later because there's a ton of expensive organizations out there that want to charge you, you know, upwards of $2,500, $3,000. Chris at Diddy's Big Block Race Shop gets the job done in a beautiful manner. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be pimping it out if I didn't believe in it. So Diddy's Big Block Race Shop on Instagram, Diddy's Big Block Race Shop on Facebook. All Things UTV is also a sponsor. One thing that's pretty cool uh, is I'm not going to have to worry about ever breaking axles now that I have RCVs, but in the event that you have broken an axle, All Things UTV has a product called Axle Magic. It is a patented uh, slide hammer design made to get axles out of your differential or transmission where it's broken at the CV side uh, on the transmission or differential side. The CV is broken. You see people all the time, they have to either go pull the other side and hit it, hit, hit it out with a hammer if it's going through the transmission, or if it's broken off in the differential, you know, they'll have to really do some crazy magic to get it out of there. All Things UTV has your solution with the Axle Magic 2. It's a great axle puller, and uh, let me tell you guys, it's just uh, easy. For the price that it costs, it's just nice to have one so you don't have to worry about the headache. Don't ever have to worry about axles getting stuck in any of your differentials ever again with All Things UTV, Axle Magic 2. All Things UTV on Facebook and Instagram and allthingsutv.com. Last but not least, one of my favorites, Infinite Off-Road. If you need light bars, light pods, whips, wheel rings, rock lights, the best damn rock lights that money can buy, Infinite Off-Road is where you go. Let me tell you guys, Infinite Off-Road really has an awesome product because they offer a 25-year, you break it, they fix it warranty that even covers accidental damage, which let me explain to you guys, if you get in a car crash, if you hit a tree, whatever it is that you think you're going to do or can't do or whatever, I don't know what you're trying to do, but if you break it, they're literally just going to send you a new one. It's it's one of the greatest greatest ploys in, in the off-road world. It can't get any better than that. Infiniteoffroad.com. And let me tell you guys this right here, right now. They're going to give you 10% off code word rocks. So there's that. Infiniteoffroad.com. Code word rocks. R-O-C-K-S. And you'll get your 10% off. All right, fellas, ladies, gents. That's everything. And that's all I have Thank you guys for making this happen for us. Welcome to 2021. It's going to be our best year yet. Thanks for sticking around. Make sure you guys share the podcast. Follow us on YouTube and do all the other dumb stuff that people ask you to do. Peace. Get a drink and gather around. Let's talk drivers. Let's talk rigs. Let's talk skill. You've got the best of the best in the off-road racing world. Have a seat at the table with us and let's talk about racing on the rocks. What's up, everybody? What is up? I got a bunch of people in here with me. Uh, let me remove that one. How is everybody doing tonight? Tonight is uh, Sunday. Let me know if that music's too loud, by the way. Um, but tonight is Sunday. 
King of the Hammers has officially kicked off. Uh, it's an exciting time to be in the off-road uh, world. It's going to be a great week. Uh, we could play some Mud Runner tonight. We could play some Beam NG. We're probably going to play some Beam NG first. Um, but some of the things I want to talk to you guys about. King of the Hammers. We have UTVs qualifying tomorrow. We have 4,400 cars qualifying a little bit later this week. And then racing starts right out of the gate. We had uh, T1 and T2 trucks run today. And uh, the last that I checked, Bryce Menzies was was uh, 12 miles in the lead. I'm thinking he's probably finished by now. Uh, I'm actually going to go on and see uh, if there's the standings are up yet. But uh, while you guys are in here, let's go ahead and let's get it uh, pumped up. I want to know who do you guys think is going to walk away as king of the hammers for UTV 4,400. If you've got a 45 or a 4,800 pick, let me know as well. Also, if you're uh, watching the shootout or the coronation, let me know for that too, because uh, there wasn't a ton of guys that were signed up for the coronation. So I was uh, really curious on, you know, who's going to win. I know Cash LaCroix had a short run out there. Uh, he was leaving pretty late. Uh, a couple of the wide open design guys were leaving pretty late. So I don't know. Casey Gilbert, 4,800. He's a pretty good bet, man. Uh, I, I don't know uh, his track record at King of the Hammers exactly, but uh, Casey is a killer uh, in the regular Ultra Four season. So uh, my Facebook is apparently having some issues being paired up here. Uh, and I'm just going to go ahead and say, so uh, basically if you're, if you're commenting on the Facebook, I can't see your username, but I can see your comments. So I'm just going to reply back and y'all let me know who you are. If you keep answering, I have a pretty good idea of who's saying what, but if you want to jump over to the YouTube channel, um, that's where I can see your name for sure. And also uh, Facebook actually limits me to stream in 720p where on, uh, on, on YouTube rather, uh, we're streaming in 1080p, and uh, it's pretty cool. We're excited. So Brianna Miller says, Hunter Miller. Hunter Miller, the Miller boys uh, are back because those guys were on the podium last year, both of them. It was a really special year for those guys. So we'll see if Hunter Miller can repeat. Uh, so I've got someone chimed in here from Facebook. It says predictions. For the RC shootout, Cash will take it with that Keller RC performance low gravity buggy. Uh, and Cash will win the one-to-one -one shootout as well. Uh, I have a feeling that's probably Sean. Or that's probably uh, Mr. Keller himself. So uh, another Facebook user says Tom Ways, 4,400. That's a pretty good bet, you guys. Uh, Tom Ways is like got one of the most sophisticated machines. And I'm not sure if y'all watched the Crandon race or if you guys watched a lot of what was happening last year, but uh, that Tom Ways machine is nasty. In fact, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm actually, I'm going to start pulling up some of these guys here uh, so I can show you exactly who we're talking about here. So uh, Tom Ways, this is his old car actually. Um, but a super iconic car for the Ultra 4 scene and uh, his, his newest car here. 
see if we can get a quick picture before we start playing some games tonight because it's going to be a it's going to be a good one. Hey, here's a picture that's really worth talking about. Um, this is a pack. Uh, one of the things I've had on my background, like in rotation for just forever. Uh, Suspense says Spencer Carpenter here. What about Bryce Menzies? Bryce Menzies is looking like he's in first place right now for, for the T1 class. Uh, but if you guys are, you know, RC guys, especially y'all see how this, uh, this skid here dials in and then it drops down for the front diff. So the front diff can actually go out lower but you don't lose any of that belly space with the drop down on the front diff. I always wondered if uh, an RC chassis could build out something like that. seems like you'd remedy a lot of the Yeti issues that we saw in the past. But anyways, uh, I'm going to go ahead and fire up the uh, games here. Y'all let me know if that music is too loud. It's kind of loud on my end, but I think that you got, I think the way that my audio is set up, I think my mic's coming through a lot uh, more clear for you guys than me. So y'all let me know. Uh, I've, I've got a Hunter Miller for the UTV class. I've got Casey Gilbert for the 4800. And I have one uh, I have one for Tom Ways, 4400. So I see Keller RC performance. He switched over to the YouTube, and I can now see all of his comments coming in. Something's up with Facebook, you guys. Bad night. All right. We're going to uh, – I'm going to go ahead and get some of the boring stuff out of the way. While we're waiting here, I'm going to turn that down because my game is really loud. And before I show the game window, I'm going to get it nice and uh, set up and get all the things downloaded that I'd like to get downloaded for this stream. And we'll go from there. Is anybody watching from the lake bed? That would be pretty cool. Let's do that. Let's get some of these in here. And if you guys aren't from the lake or aren't on the lake bed, let me know where you're from. We'll get some of this stuff popping here tonight. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited to talk about King of the Hammers. Uh, I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch uh, the the Class 11 last night. Let me tell you guys something. That makes I, I've always thought uh, building like the, uh, the the Beatles for like Baja and stuff like that. I always thought that was kind of dumb. Uh, I, I never really saw like what the application actually was, but watching those guys last night, uh, it kind of made me realize there's a lot more to it. And when you build them out with a suspension, spend some time with them and make them, you know, just good. They actually are fun. And they were rubbing last night. They were having a great time. If you had, if you didn't get a chance to, uh, to watch that class 11 race last night. It was really great. Uh, today they had T1, T2, and I think it was B1 trucks. Uh, it was, it was um, a busy day. There were some 4,400 cars seeing how they stacked up versus the, um, I'm going to go ahead and get the screen shared over here. Uh, 4,400 cars were out there seeing how they stacked up in the desert to those T1 trucks. And everything that I saw was, I mean, I was impressed. Those 4,400 cars were uh, definitely keeping up. It's hard to say that they would ever beat a T1 truck or anything like that just because they're so, you know, specific. They're so fast. But it was really cool to see uh, exactly what they were trying to do there. 
we're going to go to Utah tonight. And uh, thanks, Spencer. Spencer sent me a text. All right, I got Will Bell chiming in. Will Bell said he predicts Jay Shaw and Aaron Presley or the Wolf Brothers for UTV. Now, I'll tell you this. Uh, Paul Wolf and his brother Nathan. Nathan has always been the endurance guy. Uh, they're a dangerous group. Last year or two years ago, I believe it was last year, was their first run at King of the Hammers, and they actually ended up fifth in their Can-Am. Pretty impressive. Now, something that's pretty cool that I think, I don't know if it's like a legit thing or not, but uh, there's a picture of Nathan Wolf post-racing, and it looks like he just he, he just peed in his pants right in the middle of the race because he didn't want to get out. And uh, it was it's pretty interesting stuff, I'll say that. Uh, to see that kind of dedication for sure. Uh oh, my network connection is spotty for my game. So we're going to try this over again here. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to kill the YouTube music there. And uh, we're going to get back in this game here. So Brian's coming in from Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, we're going to jump back in here and we're going to do some uh, some good stuff tonight. I'll tell you that. Uh-oh, Keller says that's a sign. Need to play a different game. I don't know. I don't know. I've got another one for the Wolf Brothers. Yeah, so uh, the Wolf Brothers are, I'm telling you, man, hit, uh, Paul Wolf himself is an excellent driver, hill climb uh, kind of guy. Definitely can drive the wheels off of it. But his brother Nathan, man, has really done uh, done his due diligence to get that car prepped for King of the Hammers. I've been keeping up with those guys. So it's cool to see that those guys are – uh, chiming in, they're jumping, they're going across the country, doing all that kind of fun stuff. And um, yeah, guys, share it out. We're going to have a good conversation. And I'd love to hear uh, everything that you guys have to say about uh, about King of the Hammers. Now, I've heard a lot of the UTV stuff. I have not heard names like Kyle Chaney. Uh, I haven't heard names like Phil Blurton. You know, those are guys who are super popular in the West Coast. Uh, Brian, we're just getting the game started here. Let's see if I can get this run in here. Uh, Kyle Cheney, uh, he won the UTV class versus the class 10, uh, which the class 10 are like the really widely stretched here. I'm going to pull it actually off me just for now. I'm going to put it back on me. Uh, the class 10 are the super wide stretch vehicles as compared to the UTVs, which are you know, we're all familiar uh, with what the UTV looks like and all that kind of fun stuff. But Al Cheney won that. Phil Burton came in second last night. So uh, it's very interesting. Very um, that was a unique kind of pairing that they did. I thought it was I thought it was different. I'm not sure how, uh, you know, these guys who are in the West Coast and spend so much time in the desert, you know, when they do something really desert heavy like they did last night or they did uh, yesterday, excuse me. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how they, um, how they come up when it comes to the rocks, because, uh, the, the King of the Hammers UTV class, they obviously they're going to run a bunch of different, they're going to run a lot of the hammers trails. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the trails that they will be running in that UTV race, but I do know in the 4,400 class, uh, and by the way, guys, we're getting the game fired up. I just had to get it restarted here had an issue with something going on had to reboot the entire system so um you know they were having uh they were having basically a ton of complaints last year 
that the king of the hammers 4400 class was too easy because uh co or excuse me yeah cody miller actually was able to jump into the 4400 class in his can-am utv and he was able to finish it uh so for a utv to be able to finish the 4400 caliber class it was not like a shock or anything but it was definitely surprising and he finished it within you know a very reasonable time i think he was actually even top 25 which uh, you know, depending on who you ask, and I might be one of those people, I don't know if a UTV should be able to not only finish the 4,400 class, uh, but, you know, they should also probably not be placing top 25. Now, Dave Cole fixed this, this year, kind of, I want to say fixed it, but he changed that because this year the UTVs are going to be running uh or the, excuse me, the 4,400 class is going to be running all the rock trails basically up. Every the, the hardest way that you can run the trail is the way that they're going to be running the trail this year. And um, they're going to be running a new trail. I believe it, it's got a name when you're going up that's already been climbed. When Dave Cole came out and made the, made the actual announcement that he was going to be using this trail and everything, or using, uh, excuse me, uh, he found that, quote unquote, unclaimed trail. It was unbeknown to him that the trail had actually already been climbed uh, up, but 4,400 class would be going down it. And that, that trail is uh, is called King's Graveyard. Now, let me tell you guys, I had Cody Wagner on the podcast um, last week and two weeks ago, two weeks ago, and uh, we're getting the game fired up, guys. Uh, had Cody Wagner on the podcast two weeks ago, and he was like, man, my red dot, like really technical rock crawler it is a, it, it is it, that's what you need to get up king's king's graveyard so they're going to be coming down king's graveyard and basically what that means is not only for a utv to run the 4400 class you would also you know you're going to have to run these hard trails up but now you're going to have to run a legitimate rough trail down and one of the things that cody said was you know there's there's not a whole lot of grace and the King's Graveyard Trail. So if you're going down the trail and you, you know, roll over, he said it's like pretty much off the side of a mountain, off the side of a, you know, big series of ledges, things like that. Uh, it's it's going to be an interesting race. And I, I would say that I am super excited for the UTV class, but I'm probably the most excited for the 4400 class that I've been in years, just for the sole fact that they're running all the rock trails again. They're They're really taking it up uh back to you know what what people consider when they think of king of the hammers uh they're they're running those trails again they're running the hammers they're running them the hard way and they're doing it um they're just gonna they're gonna run balls to the wall like that's the best way i know how to explain it it's gonna be wide open all day and it's gonna be uh rough stuff so i don't know about you guys i'm pretty excited about it it's been a long time since i felt like the king of hammer king of the hammers race wasn't super desert heavy. Uh, I feel like this year, obviously, they're going to have the same amount of desert. They're going to be running Cuker Buttes. Uh, they're going to be doing a bunch of different things, but uh, they're doing some rocks this year, and it's going to be super gnarly. So Big and Cool RC just chimed in and said they're uh, King of the Hammers is live right now. You're exactly right. Uh, this is uh, January 31st at about 7, about 8 o'clock uh, Central Time. King of the Hammers is finishing up the T1, T2 classes, if I'm not mistaken. 
And uh, we're going to do something a little different here. So uh, what I'm thinking is I'm going to find us some rock trails and uh, I'm going to actually take out the one of the rock bouncers to get there so we can cover some ground. But uh, we're going to do some rock crawling. We're going to do some rock bouncing. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool, you guys. So uh, y'all hang out. Come talk to us. Chime in. Let me know. Who do you think has the 4400 class? I've, I've heard a bunch of people chime in and say that they think they know uh, who's going to win UTV or they've got good predictions. But uh, that I really think that this could be anybody's race this year. Uh, you know, Kyle Cheney is good. The Miller brothers are fantastic. Uh, you know, Hunter Miller is the guy who won King of the Hammers last year. And also, guys, if the audio at any point, if the game is louder than my voice or uh, my voice, you know, is too loud, let me know. But, you know, Phil Blurton is is an, is an awesome driver, amazing desert car driver. And you've got guys from the East Coast like Jay Shaw. You've got Jamie McCoy, the Ultra 4 national champion. And uh, he was the national champion last year for UTVs. And he was rookie of the year before that. So it's it's a pretty pretty stacked lineup. And uh, Michael Lee came from the East Coast. Now, our good friend James Cantrell, who has uh, uh, been on the show more times than, you know, he's been on the show four or five times. He's a veteran of being on the podcast. He uh, he will not make it this year, so that's always a bummer. I, I like having as many East Coast guys go out there because those West Coast guys put up a serious fight and, uh, uh, you know, like having good representation out there for the East Coast guys. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, oops. I'm actually going to go ahead. I'm going to uh, blow this car away and we're going to go find some, uh, some, let me ask you guys, uh, do you guys want to do some rock crawling or do y'all want to do some rock bouncing? Y'all want to hit some trails? What are we feeling tonight? Because, uh, I'm, I just want to talk. I'm ready to hear what you guys think about King of the Hammers, what you guys think about the 2021, um, national rock racing association. If you did not hear the news, uh, I actually have partnered with Clyde and his team uh, over at the Rock Racing Association. I will be working with those guys now, and I'll actually be the host with Bree Molitor for Hillside Live. Uh, so I'll be uh, on the live stream. So everyone will get to hear my voice quite a bit more, and uh, I'm excited about it, guys. I think it's going to be a ton of fun for uh, you know not only just myself, but... I think it'll bring a, a new flavor, a new um, something different, you know, something different to the show. I think that, you know, uh, a lot of people had had um, voiced some opinions about things. And Clyde is awesome because Clyde really takes what you're saying into account. He, he takes what the fans want to do into account and uh, he listens to you guys. So. Uh, we're going to, we worked something out and we're going to give it a try. And uh, I'm, I'm excited, dude. I'm excited to see you guys. I'm excited to uh, come out to races and be a part of everything because you guys are the best. And uh, I'm glad I'm going to get to meet a lot of you. Uh, Matt is still around. Matt will be doing some pit interviews for us uh, and, and some different things like that. So Matt is definitely not gone, um, but we are super excited to uh, still have him around and uh, have everybody on the show because, uh, you know, it's it's, a, it's an all-hands-on-deck thing. At the end of the day, it really is everybody that we can get uh, because I'm just – I'm learning a little bit about what's under the hood that it takes to make this show, and uh, it is absolutely astonishing, guys. Clyde and his team 
put in an unbelievable amount of work to make this uh, to make that organization run. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just lucky to, to get an opportunity to come hang out and, uh, you know, promote the sport. I'm just happy to be there with you guys. So we got a couple votes for trails, rock crawling and uh, Keller RC performance wants to do uh, some uh, mud runner rock bouncing. Brian Allen, Allen says, congrats. Thanks brother, man. I appreciate that. And uh, I'm gonna turn that machine down just to click. There we go. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Keller asked what happened to Matt. He'll be around, Keller. Uh, no, no big deal, and, and and no, you know, everybody will still be a part of the show. It's gonna be it's gonna be better than ever. Will Bell said, "What kind of snacky snacks are you bringing to the table?" Uh, Will, what kind of snacks are you bringing to the table, man? Uh, I'll have to come up with a, a different saying because I, I can't steal Matt's Matt's saying about uh, snacky snacks. That one. That one may have to uh, may have to go with him. All right. <clears throat> if y'all can't hear that or can't hear the engine or anything, let me know because trying to get it right where I can hear you guys or I can have clear thought and uh, all that kind of fun stuff and still have game noise is uh, difficult for me. Keller says I pushed that game on you because I know you like it. Uh, Keller, I have Mud Runner. And I, I do like it. It just drives a little different than Beam. And also, if you guys haven't noticed, um, I'm not in my normal rock bouncer. I'm in a little bit of something different. I've actually spent a couple nights playing with uh, this. Uh, it's called the Hopper in this game, but it's a uh, you know obviously it's a Jeep knockoff vehicle, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. I actually I actually spent some time tuned the suspension to the way I'd like it to be. Uh, you know, a lot of front rebound uh, in the, it's a little stiffer in the front end, a little rebound. And uh, in the rear end, we got pretty much nothing, basically super smooth. And the only thing it does is it'll stop uh, body roll with the rear end. That's my whole point for that. So this, this little truck's been fun. It's been uh, just a little something different, you know, because originally I was just running pure rock bouncers the whole time. I think I've got this truck set up just a little too tall right now, or I'm sorry, not too tall. Uh, the wheel spacing is just a little too wide because uh, I'm, I've never been one of those guys that likes like a really wide truck or anything like that. I've always been kind of, you know, a narrow tire. I'd rather have taller, narrow tires. Oh, I think I'm stuck here. There we go. I'd rather have a taller, more narrow setup. So uh, I'm actually going to go in here. And if it's the first time you're watching this game, this game is awesome. It's called Beam NG Drive. And I'm going to narrow this uh, narrow this car up to about uh, – actually, let's go ahead and pull it all the way in here. That way we'll get it – there we go. Much better. Much more realistic here. Keller says, is there a lot of mods for that game or a small variety of trucks to drive? Um, Keller, the cool thing about this game is there's a lot of modifications that you can download, but the guys that actually do a lot of the aftermarket modification for this game, uh, he actually jumped in the live stream the other day when I was playing, and he invited me to their little you know designer circle and got a chance to talk to some of the guys that make these mods. Uh, like Nix, uh, Nix is the guy who made all the 
uh, high-end models for all these tires and he, they've got a couple vehicles and whatnot he's a super cool dude they've been doing it they're you know not uh, web design guys or modelers by trade it's just something that they picked up and they like to do and it was it was awesome to meet those guys and i look forward to talking to them a little bit more but um i like this game because it's it's extremely customizable whereas uh you know mud runner it kind of feels cartoonish uh it kind of feels cartoonish sorry i was reading some comments there and um this game really, it feels pretty realistic in terms of the physics and mechanics. I know that uh, I watched a few videos of Mudrunner with like a, a rock bouncer and, and the guy was like, you know, just kind of stuck on a ledge and the, the traction amounts didn't really seem to make sense. Like you would think that he would have traction where he was trying to get it and it just wasn't there. Uh, and obviously this is a, a super, um, this is a super easy trail. And the way I also the way I've got this car set up is it's got a V8 supercharger and uh, a super low crawl case. So, you know, when I'm in first gear low, it's it's really easy to just let it let it eat. But uh, we'll go do some harder rock trails here in just a little while. What we're gonna do is we're gonna see if I can't remember how to. There we go. Turn on some headlights. Yeah, that's cool. That's one of the other cool things about this is a. Uh, I've actually started playing this game and making it nighttime. So let's, uh, yeah, we'll keep it right there. So another really cool aspect of this game is you can control the weather. So, you know, I've just been doing a little bit of, a little bit of night crawling, all that kind of fun stuff. And also, you know, when you go into the cab here, it's pretty pretty realistic. Uh, I'm gonna actually gonna jump out of high gear or jump out of low gear. And uh, also, I was able to put NOS in this machine. So who doesn't like NOS? And uh, before I leave this map, which I'm gonna do just a few more minutes of running down this trail, I'm prob probably gonna see if I can't run it pretty quick here with the current setup I've got. I feel like that's kind of hard to watch. I like makes me nauseous a little bit, but all right, maybe maybe quick isn't the answer for this for this. Uh, oh, I'm in second gear. That might be why I was never really gaining speed. But we might go jump over and do some rock bouncing at because we're at like dusk or something right now, and uh, a little bit of rock bouncing at, at, at the uh, the nighttime might be cool. Now that's half the fun of this game is uh, in Mud Runner, it doesn't exactly, uh, it doesn't handle the same there. Now here's what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go find some gnarly hills. Yes, it is a drought. It's so dusty. That has been one of my uh, my biggest complaints about this game. Let's see day scale. Turn that up. There we go. All right. Uh, that's what I needed. Yeah, the, the, the dust in this game, I can't seem to uh, get the dust to go away. It's kind of been a pet peeve of mine because uh, it does, it's just, it's not, it's not good. You can't see anything when you drive behind and 
honestly, that's where, you know, driving like a third person camera is probably the best way to drive this machine. And it looks terrible when you're driving in the dust. So I'm going to turn this one into uh, I got a setup for this car called the big tire blower. You know, it's really funny is uh, Randy Slauson. He actually just released his. Uh, here we go. One of his new bombers. Uh, yeah, Keller, there's a multiplayer version for this game, too, which uh, I'll possibly be able to use here in just a little while. But uh, this looks like the new bomber car that just came out. Note, I picked out the colors first. I built it first, you know, uh, on here. So tons of fun. And uh, let's do some uh, let's do some rock bouncing for a little bit. And again, y'all tell me if that sound gets too loud because uh, on this one, when that supercharger really starts ripping, it, it really starts ripping. Uh, I was going to try something else really too, really quickly as well. I'm going to take some tire pressure down to like one pound. And then uh, I was going to take the ride height way down too. I think I need a little bit more. Okay, so I'm pretty much sitting on the bumps there. Super low PSI, sitting on the bumps. Let me zoom in just a click. And we'll see what the, see what we got here. It's not too bad right there. That's just, I gotta say that's probably the first time I've climbed a hill, uh, like the first go around in maybe ever. Normally, this game does not treat me well in terms of like being able to drive the car really well. Uh, I don't think I'm that bad of a driver, but this game makes me feel like it for sure. All we got to do is just stay in it, right? That's what I hear is like never lift. But uh, I got to say, man, this might be the perfect setup for this car. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to save this as a big tire blower. We're going to override it because I think it is. Uh, I think that this is this is it. Let's try one of these harder hills down here. See if we can't get it. Now, if you haven't chimed in already, we were talking about King of the Hammers. would love to know what are your King of the Hammers picks as of right now. I have not told anybody my 4400 pick yet. Hey, hey, it ain't no thing. You know what this means? I think we need to go uh, climb some harder hills. So here's what we're going to do to save a little bit of time. We're going to just fly on over. Now, the question is, which which ones are the hard hills? Because I've climbed, that looks like a pretty good hill, but I think it'd be too easy. I think, uh, where are we? That one looks really tough. Look at that. Got a nice jump smack in the middle there. Yeah. I think that's going to be our one right there. Now, uh, for those of you guys watching on YouTube, have you guys, can you notice a pretty good difference in the streaming quality? Facebook actually doesn't let you stream in 1080p, but YouTube does. And I know uh, like Keller, for example, you've been watching over on Facebook for some time now. And I would love to hear uh, if the quality is that much better over on YouTube because I actually had to pay more um, with my streaming service for the quality to be better. And it also looks like the latency. So the lag between when I'm talking and when you guys can hear me 
is a lot better uh, on YouTube as well. My YouTube people uh, seem to be able to hear me a lot better. All right, we're going to climb this big old boy right here. All right, I have a question. Who thinks I can one-shot it? Just straight out of the gate, no warm-ups, no, no second tries. Who thinks I can get a one-shot? Keller says he thinks the side looks better. Cool, man. Thank you, buddy. Dallas Meadows says, I got the one shot. All right. Let's see what we got here. All right. That was my warm up. Dallas, I'll let you down. The only thing about this whole don't lift thing is you can't steer worth a crap. So let's put it right here. I'm gonna do a nice little break stand. Man. And if y'all are y'all are watching just the game screen, if you look over at the driver's window, you'll see pretty clearly that uh that uh I'm driving, I'm like moving the steering wheel quite a bit. This is really responsive. All right, all right, all right, almost. Let's try one of these side hills for a little kicks. Get warmed up a little bit. Okay, so the thing about this buggy is it's almost it's almost got too much power. Uh, Cause when I, when I step, like I hit the bottom and I really, you know, full throttle, uh, be awesome if I could drive. Uh, you'll hear the turbocharger or the supercharger, excuse me, really start spinning up. That's it right there, boys. Let's go, boys. Now, I will say this that if you're listening to this, uh, for those who are not a regular, we're just playing. Uh, I'm actually going to release this as a podcast. So it's just going to be a podcast of me playing games this week. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast version, let me be the first one to say I apologize. Uh, doing scheduling when your wife is 37, 38 weeks pregnant. I think she's my wife is 38 weeks pregnant as of Friday. So, uh, you know, doing anything... I can't schedule. So it's really hard to uh, schedule new interviews and stuff. So once we get the baby situation all sorted out, uh, you know, we'll kind of get back on our regular routine of interviewing people. But as for now, kind of just winging it. I think we've got one more post uh, or excuse me, preseason show for the National Rock Racing Association coming up, which will be super exciting. If you guys have any questions that you want answered for the uh, preseason show, here we go. If you guys have any questions you want answered for that preseason show, uh, send them to me. Comment on anything. I'll I'll write them down and we'll get it figured out on that uh, on that uh, on that preseason show. So I think that this platform I have going on here, I think it's uh it's pretty much the best. If I had to if I had to sum it up in one word, I'm gonna give it one more go on this little straightaway here and see if I can't shoot it up there. I might have to just come back to that one. 
Good thing the bouncer's still fine. Hey, Wes, let me ask you, or excuse me, not Wes, uh, uh, Sean, let me ask you a question. Uh, the NRRA, as of, <laughs> Will, I see your question. Uh, the NRA, as of this year, are running metal only or stock class only, basically eliminating a modified class. Uh, Clyde did mention that if there's enough people that show up that have modified vehicles and they want to run some kind of, uh, you know, like uh, class just for that one race, it's not series related. They can do that. But, uh, you know, what do you what do you think about that? Christine says uh, that uh, uh, she's going to the Hammers on Wednesday. Lucky. So Will Bell chimed in and said, my only question is why they have to run UTVs on Friday. I'll ask. I'll ask. Uh, because can it be done? Yes. Would it be really tough? Yes. Uh, but I do agree with you that um, it would be really cool if they could run UTVs on uh, Friday. Or I'm sorry, they could run UTVs on Saturday. But uh, I'm, I'm just excited to be out there with you guys. Man, I'm, I, I haven't made it to a race in, uh, or a Southern Rock Racing Series race for some time now. So uh, I'm excited to come out and see you guys. I'm excited to, excited to compete. I've got a guy that I'm actually lending uh, my RC bouncer to to run in the stock class. Uh, but any event that he's not going to be at or any event that he is at, uh, I'm going to be racing my RC, I think, if, depending on how the hosting situation goes uh, with that. If, if they'll let me race my RC, I'd love to. Uh, and I think that there was some talk of having some endurance racing possibly at some of the events. Like I think Flat Nasty for the Southern Rock is going to have a, a UTV endurance race. I think I saw that. Uh, that's, a, that's really exciting. I might uh, have to trailer my machine down there for that. So Keller chimed in and said, uh, for, for him, he says, for me, I'm fine racing my metal chassis versus a plastic stock chassis, but I do understand their point and why they're doing different classes. I agree with you, too. I think the unlimited class should allow for plastic chassis because it, it really sounded like a lot of the, it sounded like the plastic chassis were, quote unquote, an unfair advantage. And I don't necessarily know if I agree with that. Uh, Will Bell says, uh, it's hard for us to have to work for a living. Yeah, dude. Uh, the only reason I'm able to do it is because uh, my current job, I'm able to uh, basically do my 40 and 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 then have a have a day off during the week. So and, and I know saying that a lot of you guys are like you only do 40. So I get it, too. I'll tell you this. I worked I worked 60, 65 this week. So it's not every week that I get that pleasure and that luxury. But, uh, you know, it is nice because it all balances out uh, being able to work just your 40 and then, you know, the weeks that you need to get more work done and, you know, a little bit more is expected of you, you take care of it. You know, you're treated like an adult. That's, that's a really great thing about where I work. Uh, I'm so thankful for that job. They've been really great to me. Big air. Yeah, buddy. We're going to land it. Yeah, buddy. Uh-oh. Front axle's uh, rotating. Oh, man. Oh, send it, son. You think I can still drive this thing? Yeah. Uh... Huh. 
I just realized that's probably really loud for you guys. Sorry. All right, let's go find the hard hills. Um, actually, let's go back. Something pretty cool that you can do in this, like I can just, uh, I can explode the car. I always thought that was pretty cool. Keller, there's a lot of things you can do in this uh, game that are more fun than Mud Runner for sure. So uh, Keller chimes in and says, I personally can't agree with plastic having an advantage, but I also have a lot of confidence in my buggy, so it doesn't make me sour when I race against plastic buggies. Um, let me tell you this, man. Uh, you have more seat time or more time with the controller in your hand than probably 99% of the guys that race. Uh, you know, I always see you out, you know, running your rigs, doing testing. You're always winning competitions first off. So the proof is in the pudding there. But uh, yeah, man, I, I agree with you. They'll drive. So Alex Sanders chimes in and says, they'll drive on three, just have to go backwards town when it's the broke's front off. Oh, man. Uh, I found some harder hills, so I'm excited to run those. Keller says, sure, a plastic buggy might be easier to shoot up a hill with, but a meta buggy, excuse me, metal buggy has the weight to make the suspension work and keep more traction, a.k.a. tires on the ground. Yeah, I agree with you, man. They have pros and cons. And personally, let me, let me say this because I feel like that this is important. Um, let me remove that for a second and turn this. Actually, I'll just do this. Um, whatever. Anyways, let me just say this. When, when guys in these buggies like just take the bottom ramp and use it as a kicker. I'm talking about RC specifically. They just use it as a kicker and like fly all the way to the top. You know, I've seen a bunch of guys do this all across the nation and, you know, that's how they compete. They don't even really try and like run the course. To me, if you're going to run a scale race series where you're using one to 10 vehicles, you need to drive it like, like a scale driver. Like you, you need to, in my opinion, limit situations where you just, hit a bump and shoot it straight in the air. I, I personally don't like driving it like that. I know I've seen you on all the hills, man. You know, you drive it with a finesse that replicates a one-to-one -one machine. So there's something there's something to it. Uh, and I think that, you know, when you have the the play side of it where you can just shoot a buggy to the top of the hill, it, it, really, it really does take a lot away from the, the coolness of it, the scale piece of it. But I know that, like, if you mention, you know, in certain groups, if you mention – the word scale, you know, you're immediately like banned. So, you know, I think that's also ridiculous. I really think everyone should have an, an open place and a welcome home to come do this kind of thing. Cause uh, after all, at the end of the day, it's just toy cars. At the end of the day, just race cars. That's funny is I've actually never been able to climb the hills that I'm sitting at the bottom of right now, um, I've actually never been able to climb them in this game. Yeah, I agree, Keller. Shouldn't be able to jump the line. Or shouldn't be able to jump up to the whole hill to finish the line. Yeah, or jump up the whole hill, rather. It's also kind of crazy to me that there's more drama and stuff in the RC community than any of the other two, like UTV, Bouncer, like, dude, the RC guys love to argue and fight and do all that stupid stuff. And it really just kind of, 
it puts a bad spotlight on them because there's a lot of people that think that RCs are just toys as is. And, you know, like it's kind of hard to tell, you know, another grown man that has no experience, never played with one or anything like that. Like, oh, you're just playing with toys. That's not exactly it. It's so it's, it is more than that. But when, when people are dramatic and cause issues and do everything else, it really shines a poor light on the fact that it's quote unquote, just toys. It, it just, it like adds fuel to the fire. There it is. Again, I've actually never climbed this hill right here. Yeah, man, whether your toy is a, you know, $400,000, $500,000 Ultra 4 car, or if it's a $1,000 RC car, uh, at the end of the day, it is just toys, man. Man. Keller, when you say that this could be something that builds racing careers in RC, what are you talking about? All right, we're going to give these hills just a try. And if you guys are just listening to me and uh, my friend Sean here talk, uh, chime in with us. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. That sound, that's a million-dollar sound right there. That whipple sound is awesome. Also, again, I don't think I've ever had good success climbing this hill like I have with this machine right here. I literally just had to uh, just had to take all, all the air out of the tires, basically, and, uh, you know, lower it down all the way. Okay, so I got a question in here I want to address really quick. So uh, my friend Dustin, he said, Jesse, what are your predictions for King of the Hammers winners? Okay, so uh, let me guys know if you guys watched Class 11 last night, which is VW Bugs. $25,000 race for 20 laps. That was awesome. If I go to King of the Hammers, I'll probably try and build a bug, probably try to race it because that was phenomenal. Um, uh, trophy trucks, I don't really care about. I'll be honest with you. I'd like to have a couple of those guys on the podcast, interview them and just see what their thoughts are on how everything works. They have the most expensive, like some of the most expensive machines can go the fastest in the desert, probably more than anybody not exactly sure if that's right, but I would have to say they're probably up in the top two. Uh, Bryce Menzies, I think, won today. Cameron Steele was in third. Um, and I'll, I'll say this. Uh, for for UTV, I, I'm going to give you a top five, and then I'm going to pick my winner. So I think the top five for UTV are going to be Hunter Miller, Cody Miller, Kyle Chaney, Phil Blurton and oh man, anybody can have a good day. See that fifth spot is really, really where it becomes difficult because I could say the Wolf Brothers, I could say uh, any of the Campbells, I could say Lauren Healy and his daughter, um, I could say any of the West Coast, East Coast guys, I could say, I could say Jay Shaw, I could say Michael Lee, any of those guys. So, so number five is really tough, but I'm going to, I'll do this. My dark horse top five is going to be the Wolf brothers. I know that they finished um, fifth last year. They're going to be my top five to repeat. Finishing King of the Hammers is very hard doing it twice in a row. They're good, but I don't know. Okay. So my top three in order though, in third place, 
I'm going to give it to uh, Kyle Cheney. Kyle Cheney, I've watched him all year. I think he is very consistent, but I think that there's just a few things polish-wise that he still needs. Um, like last year, he got ran over by his car. He got out of the car to recover it, didn't put it in gear, and got ran over by his car. Okay, That was in the middle of the race. He was okay. I think he like ran over his leg. Totally fine. Those are just polishing details. I like Kyle a lot. I was supposed to have him on the podcast this week. Something flopped, and we just couldn't make it work. Two, and second, I'm going to say Hunter Miller, the current UTV king of the Hammers champion. And in first place, if you didn't see it on my Instagram already, first place king of the Hammers 2021 champion will be Phil Blurton. Guys had an incredible year. Absolutely incredible uh very composed always in the top man always he's either first or second always Kyle Cheney won the won the race last night uh but let me say this um my dark horses or honorable mentions include Dustin Battleax Jones they include Jamie McCoy I'm trying to think uh who all there was a bunch of guys that jumped in uh, I would like to see the guy who does Kawasaki, the guy that ran the Kawasaki KRX on 35s last year, I'd like to see what he does again. And then Jordan Pellegrino is getting in a Talon. So he'll be racing the Talon this year for the UTV stuff. That's pretty cool. I don't think he'll come top 15. Uh, I don't think KRX guy will come top 15, but I think that those are cool machines to watch. If anybody's racing a four-seater, that's pretty cool. I don't think anybody is this year. Um, but I can't believe I just missed. I didn't think about it. Another one of my dark horses, which... I don't think we'll win, but I think it just finishing will be the absolute test of this driver is uh, Mr. Anthony Yant, who has an RS1 that I won in a raffle, and he actually bought back from me, and he prepped it since uh, uh, last, oh man, last spring. He's been prepping it for almost a full year, and he's going to race an RS1. It'll be the first RS1 to ever do King of the Hammers and hopefully finish. So that's exciting. And then uh, 4,400 class, you got Lauren Healy, Paul Horschel, uh, Tom Ways, any of the Campbells, uh, Pellegrino, Cameron Steele in the laser nut car. Um, man, the, the, list, the list truly, truly goes on for the 4,400 class because there's a lot of guys they can get out there and have a really good day. But my top five for the 4,400 class uh, is going to be uh, Josh Blyler, current king. He'll he'll be in the top five. Um, Eric Miller, for sure. And then you have to throw in, um, man, I, want, I really want to say Lauren Healy because he's just had some really bad luck in the past couple years he like had a drive shaft that ended up taking out like if i'm not mistaken like a fuel cell or something like that had a lot of issues ended up locking up the rear end in the race so i'll say lauren healy's in there and then i'll uh man i'm, I'm forgetting so many people that are good i'm gonna throw in uh cody addington and then number five, my dark horse, is Jordan Pellegrino in the Unicorn. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with that car, it's basically a Razor XP platform, just a 4400 full-size version. And 
uh, that's going to be cool. Now, my top three. I'm going to be pretty controversial with my top three here. And if I am incorrect, please come after me. Let me know because I think it's funny. My top three. Number three is going to be Josh Blyler, the King of the Hammers champion from last year. I think number two is going to be Eric Miller. And then I think taking the number one spot for 2021 King of the Hammers champion is going to be Jordan Pellegrino in the Unicorn. Jordan, I'm going to send this video to you after you've won. And uh, I hope it's hope. Hope you know the faith is there. I told you I had two interviews with Jordan in the last year and a half or so. And both times I told him, I think he's my pick for the next couple of years. Uh, honorable mentions, Cameron Steele in the laser nut car and uh, Lauren Healy in, in the Campbells. Obviously, they all can just take it, take it any which way. And, and uh, King of the Hammers is really special because you have to have the perfect day to, to win that race. And we'll see. You know, we'll see. I don't know. It could be anything, but those are my cards. So Phil Blurton, Hunter Miller, and our uh, Kyle Cheney for UTV. And then Jordan Pellegrino, uh, Eric Miller, and Josh Blyler for 4,400. Now, 4,800, I'm going to put Cade Rod at first place, and I'm going to put Casey Gilbert at second. And uh, I don't know any of the 4,500 or 4,600 guys, so I apologize. Uh, for that, I would love to speak to one of some of those guys. If you, if you guys have contacts in the 4,500 and 4,600 guys that are running KOH, please uh, let me know. But I'm very excited. Uh, the Blylers have like 10 cars out there ready for the 4,400 class. The Millers have upgraded from the Miller Gold to now the uh, Miller like greenish gold. And uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, it's going to be pretty cool. So uh, what I'm actually going to do. I'm going to run a few a few more hills here uh, because I have somehow remedied the uh, way to climb hills in this game. And then I'm going to I'm going to log off and uh, go uh, tuck my daughter in bed because she's got school tomorrow. We've all got work tomorrow. It's another week. But let me tell you guys this real quick. You King of the Hammers will be on pretty much all week if you have the opportunity. Have YouTube on. Get some Bluetooth headphones and oh man, Dustin says his UTV podium prediction is Hunter Miller, Mitch Guthrie Jr., and Cody Miller. I forgot about Mitch Guthrie Jr. That dude can drive the wheels off of it. But I said it. I'll I'll I like those, Dustin. Those are good, strong guesses. Um, but make sure King the Hammers is on. If you're working a position where you can't like sit in front of a computer screen all day like myself, uh, put it on your phone. Get Bluetooth headphones. You know, AirPods, whatever they are, whatever you want to use. And uh, make sure you guys are paying attention. Now, I want to know, for those of you that are watching, I've got a, quite a few people in here right now. Let me know your UTV predictions or your 4,400 predictions. Now, who's going to win the shootout? I think will be Cash LaCroix. I think he's got a he's got a leading arm car that's set up for crazy rocks, crazy articulation. I think he'll win the shootout this year. And then the RC shootout, I'll, I'll go with a Hoback brother um, because they uh, – they're they're always prepared cool guys too dustin also says his 4400 podium prediction is eric miller josh blyler and waylon campbell dude that's pretty stout i, I can't I, I really like i can't argue against that because those are solid predictions for sure what what does everybody else have 
Now, see, one of the things, too, is if I yank my steering wheel too hard, uh, I'll show you guys. So my steering wheel is actually attached to a six-foot white desk there. Oof. That's a good, uh, that's a nice roll. I think it'll still drive, though. There we go. Now we can climb some hills. Anyways, uh, it's going to be great. Shootout is going to be awesome. So uh, something else, too, for the shootout this year, they're going to be doing the coronation right next door. So uh, in my interview with Cody Wagner, we talked about how they're going to be uh, any any recovery time during the shootout. They're going to be panning over to the coronation. The coronation is going to be like a really technical rock crawl uh, competition they're having right next door. Uh, the best in the world are going to be showing up for that. Jesse Haynes fabrication. I think Cody may still be driving. Cody Wagner got ran over by his car the other day. Uh, really, it's kind of crazy. Uh, there's a video on his Instagram, Cody Wagner, or the Laser Nut Instagram too. And uh, someone, someone really funny uh, actually already made a shirt about it. Uh, I saw it the day after. Uh, let's see if I can back off this. And um, if you don't know Cody Wagner... He uh, did they say where the shootout is yet? It's all it's it's normally like just not not on back like not near back door, but it's just like a little ways down from back door. You can only see back door in the distance. Uh, it's like on that front rock section next to Hammertown. Um, Cody Wagner always says, "Hey, Instagram Graham" on all of his live feeds that he does every day, and uh, it's pretty funny because in the shirt that the person made, they. Uh, they showed like a like a body outline of like a dead person at a crime scene, and it just had a little thought bubble that said, "Hey, Instagram Graham," and it was uh, it's pretty funny. I, I I got a good laugh out of it. And Cody, Cody took it like a champ. He's a uh, he, he was making jokes and and letting everybody know that he's okay and all that kind of fun stuff. So uh, it's good to see him in good spirits. And he had no broken bones from getting run over by his car. All right, I want to climb this last hill, and then we're good to go. Keller says, got to get yourself a bucket seat with a pedal and wheel stand and get an H-pattern shifter. Dude, those are so expensive. What are you telling me is wrong with my, uh, I can't see it. I'm in an office chair. I got a $100 PlayStation steering wheel, and uh, it's working out fine, so don't hate on my setup. Actually, y'all let me know. I've actually been thinking about doing like a roast my uh, podcast studio setup because my podcast studio is pretty low budget. Uh, especially for all the traffic that we get. And uh, I would love to do like a roast your garage and everyone, all my, all the fans submit pictures of their garage and uh, we'll have a roast session. So basically I'll roast your garage setup, your workbench and everything. I'll roast it. We'll just do fan submissions. And uh, to pay me back, I'll let you guys roast my podcast in my garage. Man, this car, or this buggy, rather, set up like it is, it almost makes the game like too easy. This is pretty, pretty insane. I've never been able to do this. And then I roll on a hill. Bro, my hairstyle. Dustin, <laughs> Dustin, Dustin said, "Can I roast your hairstyle, dog?" I ain't got no hairstyle no more. My wife was upset with me and told me I got to cut my hair. No, I'm just kidding, man. Do whatever you need. 
uh, I can pretty much take any criti not criticism, but uh, if it's in good fun, man, I can take whatever. If you guys submit your garage, submit your setup, I'll roast it. And uh, y'all can come at me, man, because we'll have a good time with it. I promise. It'll be a lot of fun. I uh, I had a, I actually have a few guys that I follow, and they, uh, they'll do fan submissions for, you know, they're like gaming PCs or something. They'll do like a, you know, roast my setup, basically. And uh, it's probably some of the funniest videos I've ever seen. So I would love to come roast y'all's garage and roast you guys' uh, workbenches or whatever. Also, I unboxed my uh, RCV Trail Series axles today. Pretty exciting stuff, man. Those are really high quality. I can't wait to get them in the uh, Razor. I think my diff won't make it. I'm actually 100% positive that this not going to make it. They're they're insane. I actually need to post the pictures of the uh, CV differences between stock and those. I need to pull out my Super ATVs as well. My Super ATVs uh, are nowhere near the same size. Could use some super ATVs for uh, this guy because uh, this guy's or some RCVs rather. This thing has seen the the end of life here. All right, let's see if I can do a few more trails and then I'm going up. Keller says he's in his $500 setup. I had to take my welder to my wobbly stand though, dude. Uh, hook a brother up. Hook a brother up. I'll get you this nice logo and nice advertising on the podcast. How's that? And then everyone's going to be wanting Keller chassis. All I want is a chair. Easy. Said so Keller said, you can roast mine if I can roast yours. Absolutely. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll make the post. Uh, uh, we'll do it. I'll post it up maybe Wednesday or Tuesday. And uh, I'll post my setup. Or I'll, I'll actually, I'll call for all of y'all's. So you have a couple days. Get your garages ready. Get your uh, workbenches ready. And uh, we'll go through on a live stream and I'll roast your setup. And then I'll post mine. Y'all can roast mine. All right. Let's try it one last time. Y'all yeah, like how it's always one more time? It's like being addicted to, to crack. All right, all right. I'm gonna give it a couple more tries and then I'm done. Just a few more. Uh, Christine, this game is Beam NG Drive. I always tell people if you want to play this game, you have to have a beast of a computer. Uh, I can't even play it on mine. I'm actually just playing on a remote machine. All right, that's all she wrote for tonight, ladies and gents. All right. I'm going to close this game, and uh, I'm going to come back up here, remove that. All right, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next time. And uh, that's going to be it for this episode of Racing on the Rocks. See you, everybody.